Hey, good morning. Wow. It's the 23rd day in the month of January 2023. We're grateful for a new day. Uncle Mike Speaks is here. Um, coming here another Monday to do it just like we love to do it. Um, I hope you all are fine. Your families are well. I hope all your endeavors, you know, are yielding the right results and you are getting the output that you desire. Um, I want to appreciate all my listeners from all over the world. I just got an email from Spotify and Anchor of how my podcast is reaching people, you know, in Ghana, Canada, the UK, the US, Germany, and of course, Nigeria, where I have most of my listeners. So I'm grateful. Um, Let's do it again. Help share, you know, seems to be making so much sense. So help me share. Then give me feedback. I always enjoy getting feedback from people. Uh, let's see how it goes today. Um, yeah, today we had put out um, fl- uh, sort of like a, a flyer, you know, stating what exactly we want to talk about today. And it's very close to my heart because I, for one, have stayed in multiple waiting rooms, <laughs> you know, all through my life. And it has been a trying period, a learning period, of course, for for me all this time so it's one i really want to talk about and share so the topic of um the podcast today is the waiting room and the waiting room for some it's you know it's just a place where you sit and you wait upon the output of of a thing probably anything anything so it's a place where you just sit and wait you know and a lot of us have to go through waiting rooms and i'll explain how i like to say that life itself is just series of questions and where you are expected to answer and um for every question once you answer you know you get you you get to answer another question again although it gives you a little time to enjoy and to you know celebrate you know the passing that question but as soon as you are celebrating just as soon as it is that you are happy that you have passed that question it throws you another question and until you die you never stop answering questions and that's basically what life is right so life is just a series of questions and for every question you pass life throws you and it throws you another one that means as you pass you qualify to go to the next stage you know and, and i've said that from your time of birth till you die that's basically what it is so the day you you were due in your mother's womb to come out right so life life says are you ready do you want to live or do you want to die and you say wow i'm ready to live and he asks you oh how do you want to live you start kicking and once you start kicking your mother feels it in forms of um, con- contractions and all the likes and she rushes to the hospital and you know how it goes so very early you know you multiple questions life starts asking you as a child do you want to work how do you want to get from here to there child starts crawling um life is are you hungry oh how are you going to say it oh you start crying oh the baby starts crying you know and up until a particular point the waiting period in the waiting room for a lot of people is very very small 
at that stage you know you just get questions immediately you answer that question and you pass immediately another question comes but for some people you realize that when you get to your teen years you know you're done with your secondary school or high school like as it's called in some parts of the world you know to now graduating to the university that's where some people experience a longer waiting period in the waiting room you know and it's, it, it basically starts from there and I will take it from there till of course the multiple waiting rooms that we have to get to you know till we die till we exit the face of the earth you know <laughs> uh, so I might, I might need to do two episodes uh, because there are a lot of waiting rooms and you can't really escape it I'm, I'm going to start from the very first one that I think you know it really happens because I have younger my demographic is quite it's quite large I have older people I have younger people you know and for me it's I have to balance it out so for some people they get to you know secondary school SS3 you know, that's like the last year in secondary school you write an exam in, in Nigeria here I know I, I think in, in 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 the US you know you write like SATs and the like so that, that sort of qualifies you into the university. So for, for people here, at times you are, you have written that exam and you you know life asks you that question. Okay, are you ready to go to university? Yeah, right, right, jump. And once you pass, it's, it's really not straightforward. Although in in these times now, it's a bit. I wouldn't say easy, but it's not really of an issue anymore. You have so much, so many universities, private ones where. You know, they literally get multiple scores. Any score you bring, you know, you, they have a space for you. <laughs> but while we are growing up, most people had to stay home two, three, four years. You know, for some young people then, it had to be a prayer point. You know, it was a prayer point to get admitted into the university. It was a prayer point, a massive one. A massive prayer point where people would pray. So for, for, that, for that period, People sit in the waiting room. You know, you have written. Life has asked you jam. You have written jam, but you are waiting for the result. Um, and because if you don't get that result, you don't get to get go to the next question that he that life asks you. So people sit down there. You know, you wait. And the book of James and the Bible says that patience, you no, know, breeds endurance. It sort of tells us that the waiting period is something that you need to actually go through because it helps you build strength. You know, you know. The Bible also says that those that wait upon the Lord shall have their strength renewed. But the truth is, the truth is, <laughs> the truth is, for a lot of us, a lot of people, the waiting room really brings strength. It really does. It child, it changes you. It challenges you. It pushes you, and the Bible is right. It helps you build endurance. It sort of prepares you for, for a whole lot. So I, I'm not really going to dwell too much on the waiting room when you wait for admission into school, because, like I said, in recent times, it's not so much of an issue, because people get to, you know, get admitted quite easily. Um, if you are one of those see in the waiting room waiting for admission, I'm sorry if I'm making it sound so, you know so easy but it's what it is so very early you know while in school life keeps asking you multiple questions are you going to go to the next level then you graduate and this way i think it becomes very an eye-opening thing the waiting room to get a job 
to job hunting. Most times people sit in that waiting room, wait for quite a while. The unemployment rate in Nigeria is alarming. It's alarming. It's literally prayer points. You know, people actually go to the mountain, people go to churches, people go to mosques to ensure to pray to get a job. So the, the, the question now is, what, what, what do you do in the waiting room? How does it feel? How hurtful is it? I have been in the waiting room for a job hunt. In fact, I'm going to be sharing my personal experiences and probably help somebody, you know, to to to, <laughs> to wait in that room and of course to qualify and leave that room and go to the next question. You know, so I also had it easy, sort of, from from when I was young. You know, everything seemed to be coming quite easy. You know, you do this, you get to the next level, fast, fast, you just go, and it never really occurred to me that one would need to wait so long to get something you know i wasn't really of course i was intelligent but it was a trying period for me that's the truth so on getting to the university coming out with it at least a good two one uh, i had been told all my life that oh get a good result and once you get it you know you you, you get a good job most times if you have a good result from the convocation ground we heard that from our fathers anyway it doesn't happen these days <laughs> you get a good job you know they will employ you and of course you start life so i had finished with my bsc and um, i was waiting for a job i had finished nysc and and got so good, I was getting interviews, massive, multiple interviews, man. I was I was getting interviews, and I'm not even exaggerating. At least once every two weeks, I'll have an interview with multiple companies, you know, audit firms, banks, IT firms, you name it. I, I really did a lot of tests, but nothing was forthcoming. In fact, I started by saying, you know, when we're in school, they will tell people that, ah, with all the stress I'm going through in Futo, once I'm done, any job that offers me anything less than 100000 I'm not doing it because I know my words and all that. Probably six months into waiting and in the waiting room, I'm waiting for, <laughs> for a job to come. I started dropping my standards. I was like, oh, maybe it's 50000 you know, I'll do fifty. I'll do 50 and probably next three months again, nothing happened. I reduced it to, you know what, anything that comes, even if it's free, you know, <laughs> even if it's free, I will do it as long as it gets me to know people, you know, gets me to leave the house. It was a trying period. And I can imagine, you know, those who are listening are probably waiting for a job or, you know, like I said, there are multiple waiting rooms and I'm going to address them. I just want to take them in succession, you know. So you stay most times I stay home, I had to go sit with a woman who sells food at the time, wake up as early as 8, 8.30, I leave the house, I just go there, sit down, eat there, gist all day, you know, I had so many, you know, and we, we didn't know that I was getting interviews, but with every interview, I would, you know, I would get declined, I think the farthest I went then was with one of one auditing firm, a popular auditing firm, who... I really don't get it. We did like two different tests, then three sets of interviews. It was at the third level of that interview that I was dropped. You know, I 
uh, I had passed the first one, passed the second one, and I was told that there was still one more. And they, they, they brought a Ghanaian. <laughs> and the Ghanaian, oh Lord, oh Lord, I can't, I can't forget that period. The Ghanaian was speaking, but I, I, I really understood what it was he was saying, and I was naive. I couldn't really say, hey, I don't understand you so clearly. And at the end of the day, I knew, I knew it, it wouldn't work, you know, so I continued searching. But at the point, after a year of searching and declining, I even went as far as going to a pastor to say, um, can you please pray for me? I think I have an issue. I think I have a problem. And the waiting room does that to you. You know, it messes with, it messes with your head. It makes you feel like, you know, you're not good enough. There's something wrong with you. Um, I was taken to a place, a man, a pastor, we said this, he was a pastor, who asked me, you know, you prayed, I said I should go home, get a piece of paper, a notebook, get the Bible, read, dreams. When I dream, I wake up in the morning, I should ensure I remember and write down the dream. And the funniest part is, I never really took cognizance of dreams, but because someone had put that in my mind, I started having strange dreams and started writing them down. By the time I went back to him after like a month with my dream book, <laughs> he told me the weirdest of things. He told me my friends were responsible. I should stop, you know, relating with my friends. And thank God, very quickly, I, I just knew that there was something wrong with it. I, I didn't just... I didn't feel easy with it, you know, and like I said, it messes with your head. So I remember going to meet another pastor. It was very serious. I went to meet another pastor and said, I'm always having interviews. It's not an issue for me, but I never get called back. And I remember the man, I don't know if I should mention his name. The man helped me so much, Pastor Ezekiel. Um, I don't even know where he is now. That's the funniest part. I don't know where he is now, but that man, God used him for me. And he, he just looked at me and told me, my, my friend, you have no problem keep doing what you are doing god is with you and i remember texting him back after i left his place because after leaving his church and he told me i had no problem i had another interview um and this time it went horribly wrong horribly i went there very two young ladies they were the ones who were interviewing me for a teller job you know and in an in a microfinance bank and they asked me one question and I literally was stuttering. I was in, I, I couldn't make words. And the, the girls, the, one of them had to say, you know what, you can go, you can go, you can go. We're not even going to reach back to you. And I knelt down and was begging. It was that bad. I was actually begging them, so please let me just go again. I don't know what happened. They told me to please leave. So I should stop embarrassing myself. Ah! It hurt me to the bone. So when I got home, I just took my phone. I sent a text to Pastor Ezekiel and I said, sir, I don't think you you did your consult very well. You are very, very wrong. I think there's really something wrong with me. And he replied me in an instance and said, I repeat, there is nothing wrong with you. And I told myself, ah, if a pastor is telling me there is so much confidence, maybe I should just, you know, do my thing. And, and that's where God begins to work. You know on you in your waiting room oh, i'm almost done in 20 minutes okay in your waiting room like i said what is expected of you when god puts you in your waiting room you need to get busy i think that's just it you need to get busy for me 
after realizing okay one needs to be to do something not to get busy i went to oh she's of blessed memory now i like i love to call her my godmother you know she also god also used her too for me my my biological parents decided you know what go to this woman who is a teacher in your church go and stay with Ivy friday you know just stay in their house you you get fine just be at ease at least you'll be free and i i teach i usually i was teaching teenagers then you know i was teaching teenagers then so i i would go there then on sunday i would go to church then the part of getting busy for me was i threw myself totally into the work that I was given that was the teens church I, I became so engrossed in it you know my teenagers became literally my life I was so happy you know they helped me a lot they gave me so much strength and that's what I want you to do too you need to discover what it is that God has placed in your hands that you f- keep busy with that will take your mind off all this all you know your time in the waiting room you need to you know get busy it takes your mind off the stress and the pressure that helps you wait you know it keeps you calm and that time i would have so many i don't know how i was sponsoring the event with my teenagers we would go to a camp you know to go and watch chess day the redemption camp and i was sponsoring most of them but i don't know how i was making money my parents were giving me a thousand every friday you know just to go there and of course Mommy Chama and her husband were used by God for me. They fed me, you know. I became like mentors to their children. I used that time and it didn't feel so bad anymore. It didn't feel, of course, I wanted, I still wanted a job, but it didn't feel, I didn't feel that too much pressure, you know, just sitting and waiting. That's where the pressure comes. But when you keep busy within that period, you know, it goes a long way, it helps you a lot. And these children would wake up in the night. They would pray. You know, Mommy Chama would come and say, Come on, wake up. Person where they find work, they sleep. <laughs> oh, God. All those times. So I keep, I keep, um, I kept on praying. And of course, I kept on going for interviews. I still kept on being declined. But the truth is, when God decides to come, He would come. And that's the thing about the waiting room. The waiting room is that it might look as though it's taking so long but god's timing is not our timing you know and i of course i I want to i want to round up very quickly you know i got two job offers the same you know this 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 same week and i i got to a point where i had to choose you know after a year and six months i know it's not so long for some people but for me it felt like 16 years (laughs) i got i got that offer and it's it really really wowed my mind as how god will work i don't want to go through too many things i had to do just because i was looking for a job I, I i went for an interview one time and i got to the to the head office of that um, establishment it was a bank and um so it's a very large bank very big it took like four or five plots of land so at that morning i had done my devotion and i read uh, <laughs> the story of the wall of jericho <laughs> i don't even know i should be sharing it so i got to the front of the head office of that bank and i got there very early because of lagos traffic of course so i got there like around five and my interview was for eight and something i don't know something somewhere gave me a, 
I don't know. At that time, it felt like a ridiculous idea to walk around that head office singing and praying. I did that seven times. As in, I walked around seven times. The security guys probably were looking at me and wondering, what's wrong with this guy? You know, I kept on going, coming, going, coming, going, coming. And I did it for seven times, praising God, singing. You know, and after I did that, I stood in front of the the bank literally pointed and said you're going to favor me and i went and did that interview and it was one of the callbacks that i got you know one of the so established that i got but at the end of the day anyway i got one and it's been how many years now it's been roughly 10 years i've i've i got that job and i'm grateful to god but this is the thing like i said when i started when you answer one question life throws you another one so immediately I got that job. Of course, you you would enjoy yourself. I was so happy. I, I I was, you know, so lovely with myself. I felt so blessed. But right very soon, life threw me another question, and in throwing me that question, it threw me to another waiting room. And the next waiting room is what I'm going to share in my next episode. You know, we've talked about the waiting room of job hunting today. So next Monday, you know. I, I know you can probably guess what the next waiting room is, you know, right? So you're done with that. And the next question live throughout me was something else, which I'll be sharing next Monday. So I, I want to thank you guys again for, for listening. Please give me feedback. Let me know what it is I'm doing right or doing wrong. Help me get back to me. Please share, share, share. I, I, I can feel the burden of people. I have people around me who are you no know, job hunting. And I feel like this will really bless people. It will help people to ensure that they wait on God. You know, God always, always delivers. He, he's never, he's never too late. And that's just the truth. But it is what it is. You know, the waiting room is very daunting. And by the time I talk about the next waiting room, you know, you realize that, man, it's just the beginning you know so thank you guys um like i said let me know your feedback (laughs) i love you everybody everybody i love you but remember that god loves you too much not to disappoint you he's not going to disappoint you he's going to just tell you to wait on there and don't forget that the book of james says that the more you wait the more it builds your strength the more it builds your endurance the more it builds your perseverance and remember that those that wait upon the lord that's another key fact waiting is good but you need to wait the right way so those that wait on the lord shall everly have their strength renewed thank you so much remember god loves you and be happy bye